Hello, welcome to the Wednesday, June 7th, 2017 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Washington, D.C. Yesterday, Didier promised a second part to his XOR diary. Now, today he delivered on this promise and he provided a Python script that will help you extract the XOR key used to encode binaries. Now, this was written mostly with PE executables in mind, but I believe the script can actually work for other binaries as well, since it sort of tries to look for these repeating patterns that typically show up when you are using an XOR key to encode a file that contains several parts that are all null. So give it a try and let DDA know how it works for you. It will actually give you multiple possible keys if it can't really figure out one particular key that definitely works. Now, it was a few years ago that sightjacking was a big deal and became really sort of a very popular exploit with the Firefox Firesheep extension, if anybody remembers. Sightjacking refers to the idea where the login page itself is using HTTPS, but later, of course, a cookie is used to authenticate the user, and if this cookie is sent over HTTP, someone can easily intercept it and use it. Firesheep was the Firefox extension that really made this attack mainstream and very easy to perform. Well, since then, most sites like Facebook, for example, which was a big target, went to all HTTPS, where every single request is supposed to use HTTPS. Or so you thought, well, it appears that Facebook and Instagram aren't really all HTTPS. It turns out that Instagram stories, which have gotten popular recently, are transmitted from mobile devices via HTTP, not HTTPS. This is in particular interesting since Instagram stories were in part being introduced in reaction to what Snapchat is doing with its more ephemeral videos. Instagram stories are supposed to disappear after 24 hours, so you can post something without it sticking around forever, unless, of course, someone is able to intercept the upload or download from your mobile device. Now, according to the blog post that described this particular issue only the Instagram mobile app is affected Facebook or the Facebook app does use HTTPS and you probably heard in the news that NSA contractor reality winner was arrested for leaking NSA documents to the intercept well uh, the intercept actually has an anonymous Dropbox that's reachable via Tor in order for people to transmit uh, leaked documents so it was a little bit interesting to figure out how this particular leak was discovered well uh, Robert Graham now has an interesting blog article with some details about that. Uh, now, it's long known that in particular color printers uh, do identify themselves in all printouts by adding a pattern of yellow dots. These yellow dots are usually not readily visible, but they do distort, of course, the printed output slightly and can then be used to identify the printer that was used to print the particular document. Now, Robert Graham looked at the documents 
that were published by the Intercept and indeed they did include this yellow dot pattern and thanks to a tool provided by the Electronic Frontier Foundation, Robert was able to read out this pattern and link it to a particular printer. Now Robert was able to read the type and serial number from these dots. Others then also took a look at the documents and also identified dots that indicated the exact time when the document was printed. This of course then will make it pretty trivial for any kind of network printer with any kind of logging capability to figure out who printed a document on this particular printer at that time. And the Ben Gurion University is making news again with odd and complex ways to exfiltrate data from air gap networks. This time it's network routers and their LEDs, which of course, uh, once an attacker gets control over one of these routers, uh, they would be able to manipulate the LEDs to essentially send a type of Morse code or just binary code in order uh, to exfiltrate data using the device. Not sure how practical and necessary this is given that it's a network router you're probably finding that the network isn't exactly air-gapped. Well that's it for today thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye!